everyone and welcome to what's your jersey podcast the podcast where we find out where my guests are from and how they got to where they are with just enough sports talk so anyone can talk sports for the week i am your host jacqueline marfuji uh what's up meatballs i um i've missed you we had what they call in the sports world a um a bye week last week i um you know life gets a little busy uh, I've talked about that before on the podcast. Also, hi, if this is your first time listening, I call my listeners meatballs. So now you're official, officially a meatball. Um, yeah, a lot of shit was going down last week. Good stuff. But things got busy and I didn't just want to throw out like a random fly by the seat of my pants podcast for you guys. Uh, so we have a lot to get to this week. There's so many things. I'm so, so, so excited. Um, I know I say that about most of my guests, but this one this week is someone that I absolutely love, is someone that I've been friends with almost for a decade now. Um, I'm not doing her intro yet because I want to say before I get to my guest and all the fabulous, encouraging, um, funny stories we're about to tell, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for DMing me and reviewing and rating on iTunes. It means so much, and that's how I keep the podcast going, is you guys subscribing and just being amazing meatball listeners. I love hearing from you. I love the questions you send. Um, you can find me on at Jacqueline Marfuji on all the social media things. I also post um, stand-up comedy show dates on there. And you can email me at whatsyourjerseypodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. I want to know how you're doing and what's up. I am going to get into how I'm doing and how my guest is doing right now. She's making a really funny face. Um, <laughs> she's like, oh, what did I get myself into? I was trying not to look at you, so I didn't make you nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that sassy little voice you just heard. Oh, man. she. It's really funny because I've been wanting to have you on the podcast since I started the podcast, but I feel like the timing is finally right. Um, we've talked a lot about the stand up to the streets, uh, show on this podcast. I've had a lot of people on it that run that show that you're about to do. So we're going to talk a lot of dancing. Um, nice. she performs all over. She has toured for the troops overseas. You've seen her on last call with Carson Daly. Um, you've done Gotham comedy. You're just a kick-ass actress. You're an amazing friend and you're fucking hilarious. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Courtney Sherman. Thank you. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> What's going on? I'm good. I'm, I can finally look at you I know. now. <laughs> the lighting is so perfect on you right now. Is it? Take a picture. It really. Oh, we will with the ring light. We won't oh, even cool. need the ring light later. Nice. The funny thing is, for anyone listening, the best lighting of the day is at 420, and it's 423. So, yeah. I love that you know that. I know. <laughs> You're welcome, people. It's th- It's a good thing. It's not too bright. It's not dark. It's all the things. Um, I was excited to have you on also not just because we're prepping for your big dance breakout performance. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like <laughs> you had some shit that made me feel like I was psychic yesterday happen. What? Um, so I had to leave my car at work because our building made a really dumb decision and like shut down all our controllers for the garage. Oh, I read that in the yeah elevator. Yeah, it was really annoying. So I wasn't going to be able to get back in. They were like, just use one of your friend's controllers in the building. Like, 
I'm not. You're like, I don't have friends. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, stop bullying me. That's hilarious. Yeah. And so I was going to be getting home from work after midnight. And I'm like, I'm not going to bang on someone's door. Yeah. So I just left my car at work and Ubered. And then I had all these thoughts yesterday morning that someone was going to steal my car from outside of work. Oh. And I think I was just psychic about your car. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Well, thanks, Jackie. Is I really I really appreciate that. Is everything so that's why okay? that happened. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm glad you're just telling me this now. It literally scared the shit out of me when you texted me. My car was stolen. Yeah, I, I, I. Well, first of all, let me just say it's not even my car. I've had the worst car luck in the past few months. Uh, my car was totaled back in October by a hit and run outside, right outside your house on Crescent. What? Um, at 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh. Um, guy hit me, took off. I tried to chase him, but my car died. Um, and so the car was totaled. So I've been sharing a car. That sounds so sad at my age. Um, um, no, I just Los haven't. Angeles, I know. On. I just haven't gotten. Look, I have the money, all right? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I do. Um, I got the money from insurance. I just, I'm not really into cars. And one of my best friends has a car and she works across the street. And she's like, why don't we just share this until you figure out what you want? Yeah. So it's been amazing for me. You know, we're, we're just, we're sharing it. Um, and it was at my house and I came out to go to yoga and was. was in like a great mood <laughs> and the car just wasn't there. And I had, I had one of those moments where like, I, I literally sat on the ground and I was like, come Courtney, what did you do last night? Like, I, and I had had, I had had, a, I had had a couple of drinks. I right? like, had <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. a spot at the comedy store. I was literally, I was in a panic. I was like, what did I do? I drove Natasha Prohansen home. Yeah. And then I just sat there and I was like, what? I no, I came home and I, I walked out to the street, wasn't on the street. I'm hitting the clicker. It was, it was a fucking nightmare. It was a, it was a panic. Like, and especially cause it wasn't my car. Yeah. So that's when the tears set in. I was like, I'm a fucking horrible person. Where did so. you, it's been found though. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was actually, the cops came, did a police report. Um, I, unfortunately I had to tell my girlfriend, Olivia, that it had been stolen. So you're not sharing a car anymore. <laughs> no, she's the best. She was literally like, are you okay? Yeah. I was like, you're the best friend a person could ever have. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, fuck the car. Are you okay? I was like, I love wow. you for life. That's because um, her name's Olivia. That's my favorite name. Oh my God. You've told me that. Yeah, for 12th night. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Viola and Olivia. Oh my God. We We're such theater scene. nerds. God, um, you're going to hear a lot about theater, guys. Please don't stop listening. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. There's other stuff we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, other than my car. I promise the story is almost over. Anyway, the the cops, found they like jokingly, after they took the report, they're like, uh, we'll probably find it within the hour. And I was like, you guys are just saying that to make me feel better. Like, bye. I'll never hear from you again. Yeah. Um, and then they called. I took a shower to to calm myself down. And when I got out, I had a message that they had found it. Oh, my God. Yeah, they found it on uh, 27th and Arlington. It was like seven miles from my house. It was in someone's driveway. They didn't take a thing from the car. Not a thing. Not a pair. Of, I mean, there's there's Ray-Bans in there. Uh, Olivia's like Gwyneth, uh, Gwen Stefani reading glasses. They're like $200 frames. Everything was in there. There was even cash. They didn't take that. They just, they needed a ride home. And they <laughs> they just thought it was a I'm lift not... without a driver. Yeah, they no. got in and they're like, "Well, I guess I'll drive it home." It's it's the weirdest fucking thing. That's the so car weird. was there, nothing. But they left a purse. They left their purse in the car with two business cards: a Tish, New York, an NYU, 
Tish card. Shut the fuck up. And an ICM, a ICM agency card. Are they your new agent? Um, <laughs> so that's what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> Is it like a sorority where they like fuck with you and like put you through hell day? I don't know, but I'm <laughs> definitely, I'm reaching out. Uh, Amy, I think her name is Amy Coleman Amy at Coleman. ICM. All you right. will be getting a message. So, <laughs> so well, I mean, the least badass part, like right. you would think it would be like a crypt member. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's some, it's know? some bitch, <laughs> some bitch who just got a promotion at ICM. Um, oh man. Yeah. But all is well. I have, uh, Olivia has her car back. I won't be driving it for a while. I'm and, so proud uh, of you. And that's why I walked here. I'll so. drive you in my car. <laughs> Um, you just won't let me take it. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm happy. You're, I think I texted you. Are you okay? Also? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, but it wasn't your car that it I lost. So it wasn't so, like I was an angel. <laughs> you're still a good friend. Mm, still Thank a good friend. you. Anyway. Um, so I've been getting all these emails from my mom about Gabby Bernstein, like quotes. Do you know who Gabby Bernstein is? No. She's like a motivational like all about like stepping into your own light and greatness okay yeah yeah you know um like do you ever just okay Courtney and I will unload on each other like <laughs> that just sounded so dirty oh my god stop it stop stop Jacqueline stop but it. only when we're lonely yeah. <laughs> um it'll be almost like a ready set go you tell me all your shit now <laughs> I know I actually have never thought about that we do do that we do and then we're just done and then we apologize yeah <laughs> but so Gabby helps us. Gabby apparently helps us. So this is something meatballs that I wanted to share with you guys because my mom was like, you don't sound like yourself. And I feel like you need a, like a confidence booster right now. And it usually also happens if I like overshare on social media. Too. Oh, and your mom sees it. But yeah. She's so cute. great on Instagram. <laughs> Do you ever like put something up and get like DMS from people being like, are you okay? No, no, but you know what? I I I keep things pretty surface. You do. You're I really do. good at that. Unless it's about my family, then I'm like, I love you guys. But other than that, I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I try to also, but sometimes you gotta be like, <laughs> you know what? Let's keep it real. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway, she sent me this thing, and I hope this helps you, and maybe meatballs that'll help you too. Um, it was a whole bit about owning your greatness. And she said, and I feel like this is very aligned with like career path because you just came from a meeting. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you're really like hustling and working super hard, which you have been for over 10 years. But, yeah. you know, I feel like you are really stepping into your greatness. And so. Thanks, Jackie. I mean, guys, <laughs> don't worry. This won't be all hearts and rainbows and butterflies. But um, first, you're supposed to ask yourself, what is the greatness that I'm ready to stand in now? Like, if you would ask yourself that, what would it be? What is the greatness that I, um, uh, owning, owning my own power. Mm -hmm. I think I've been, I, I have a thing where I, even in like public settings, I'm like, I say to myself, you're hiding right now. Like, I, and I do like, I, uh, I, I, and I know when it, it started in junior high with a girl, Natasha, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> yeah, no. Fine, Natasha no Vargas Cooper. Yeah. Um, she, She'd be like, you're so full of yourself. She would say things like that. And I remember actually like not wanting to like answer or not wanting to do things or like, especially in theater. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. No, I love it. I'll, <laughs> I'll share too after this, which will make you feel a little better. Yeah, no, but I, 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 I started clocking myself like a year ago, like 
being like, no, you're hiding right now. Uh-huh. Like even on stage or uh, at auditions, like playing small. And, and I feel like within the past like month or so, I've been like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've felt a shift. So, you know, it's really funny. I've known Courtney for a while. We met an acting class, I think eight years ago, eight or nine years mm-hmm. ago. And I wow. said to you recently, I think this is the best you've ever looked actually. And I feel like it is because you're not hiding anymore and you're just fucking like, it's that like light that you're shining out now Aww. and you're also letting it shine in. Thank so guys you. don't hide. Yeah. I, you know, what's really funny. And I think, I mean, it's interesting because we do have social media that like kind of fucks with your head a little bit when it'll show you a memory from like a year ago. And you're oh, like, the oh, worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're That's like, my oh, okay. I, um, there was a memory that just came up. The reason why I started this podcast or one of the reasons I was doing a podcast with these other guys, just being a guest a bunch of times on mostly sports mm-hmm. and they would videotape it and, you know, live stream it. And a thing from two years ago came up and I'm talking about all these things that were like so exciting that were going on in my life. I had just started dating the main squeeze. I had, I think just come back from like tour. I, was talking about friendships that are kind of like no longer friendships. And there was no like hesitation in my voice when they were asking me about these people and like Mm -hmm. everything. And I literally just started crying, like watching it because it's funny because now I like step back a little bit or I like pause when it comes to like talking about certain things. And it was just weird to see myself two years ago, just so like carefree and happy yeah. And it's not it's not like a sad thing. It's just like pe- we're humans and we like go through shit. Yeah. And I feel like for me, I'm trying to get back to the like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. Space now. Um, so number two, the next question is, what can I release in order to step into greatness? <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was going to say really? it's no, I, I, I was going to say that it's such a um, you're like, we're human. It It has so much to do. With what you're letting hold you back. Yeah. And, th- and that's, you know, and it comes in waves, you know, people come into your life or situations come into your life and, you know, and it kind of puts you in a place where you, you feel like you're hiding for some reason. And I, I did. And it was absolutely relationship based getting those people out of my life. I was literally like the minute they were out, I was like, what the fuck am I hiding for? <laughs> <laughs> how did you do that though? Like, how did you cut the cords? Well, Jackie, you know they're not all cut. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's true. That is very true. Emotionally, they're cut. Um, Okay. Emotionally, they're cut. And I think that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to cut it yourself and know it for you. Yeah, and you, I mean, you know better than anybody. Like, yeah, it, it. for some time, for some people, it's really easy to do. And for me, it took forever. Oh, my God. Some, some people are like, thank you, next. Yeah. Like, just like, oh, God, I want to be like that. I know we do. Yeah. <laughs> I will hold on to something for fucking 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. I just need to let it. I need to be like frozen and let it go. Fro- let it go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to hear you sing on this podcast. <laughs> I really do. They don't. They <laughs> The meatballs don't. <laughs> it is something where like, I feel like I have been hiding, though. We're like, uh, me too. Like, just not letting certain things out or not. like apologizing for like any like talent or any like thing that I'm like proud of or like apologizing for looking cute like even last night doing a scene people kept being like oh I love watching on stage you're so beautiful and I was like oh stop like I I know like I just say thank you (laughs) yeah 
I, I, and I, I hate to go into that, but I mean, it's, it's so much about how we're conditioned and how you're brought up. Oh my, my, my mom can't take a compliment. She literally, like, even if you're like, mom, the soup is great. Thank you so much. She's like, I don't know that thing. That's horrible. And you're like, <laughs> bitch, I'm eating it. Like, don't call it horrible. You made it for me. Like, just, just say thank you. Yes. It's, it's, and it's, yeah, I think we're, we then start looking at ourselves like that. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. Well, I'm proud of you that you're just like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm here yeah. and don't hide at yeah. all. Um, one of the, a few of the other things she says are focus on what's thriving, which I know it's so hard to keep blinders on and not yeah. <laughs> compare and not, yeah. you know, like focus on like all the things you don't have, like focus on what's cool and what's going on. Yeah. Focus um, on yourself. I think that's, just, that's the hardest thing to do. And also, this is something that I have the hardest time. And the reason, so Courtney was supposed to be here an hour ago, and I was like, "Can you come later?" And honest to God, I was just feeling so tired and didn't sleep well. And I like knew I needed to close my eyes for like thirty minutes, yeah. or I was not going to be able to complete the day. Do you nap every day? No. Oh. But I'm getting older, and I think it's now a thing I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, I don't fucking take naps. <laughs> I get excited. I get excited like like it's like a snack I get. Like I'll be like, I'll be like at the gym and I'll be like, I'm gonna go home and sleep for 20 minutes. Oh my god! And it's like it's like this like sneaky little thing where I'm like all excited about it. Courtney has this Cheshire cat smile on right now. <laughs> oh my god! It, you do get excited apparently. I really do. But she says make your well being a priority, and I think yep. that's something like I have issues with that I'm trying to like step into. I feel like you're good about that though. I, um, you know, yes and no. Mm-hmm. We all have our, we all have our shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I avidly work out. Mm. Um, and that does have, because, you know, I had health issues. Um, and so. Did that help that, with the health issues? Uh, no, no, it actually, uh, actually hindered it, but thanks oh. for asking. <laughs> so don't Well, no, it out. was okay. like, I was overcompensating. I was like, I can't control this. So let me try to control this. Oh yeah. Um, and then you start there has to be balance because you start controlling <laughs> what you can control and you over control it and then it fucks what you can't control up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just took it to an extreme and, and, um, but I'm, I'm in a good balance now. I've just taken care of myself working out. Um, but you know, I, yeah, I drink too much. I, I mean, we're in a very special, uh, group text chain. That's all about Maggiano's <laughs> food. Um, <laughs> it's called the dinner club, bitches. <laughs> it's called the dinner club. Actually, I changed it. It's called the dick. Club. It is called the, dick, called club. the dick club. I was like, now. what is, what was the original name? Actually, it was the dinner club. It's a dick club. And um, you can explain the dick club. I feel like I joined it late in the game. Well, uh, we love Maggiano's. Yeah. Uh, we receive Maggiano's coupons. It's a bunch of comics. And since none of us um have families out here i'm lying my family's here but i don't want to go to magianos with them um so it's just a group of friends and we we text each other about magianos every day it's every day every day because <laughs> out of like the five of us there's gonna be one that's getting a coupon or all of the above yeah but it's it's fun and supportive and it's all about meatballs. So. It is also <laughs> they have good meatballs there. You I don't know. She but. doesn't know. She's a vegetarian. Normally this is so sad. Normally every guest on here gets meatballs, but I got Courtney a slice of veggie pizza. Pizza 
I got her pizza and I got myself a slice of pepperoni pizza and I was like you know what I'm gonna wait I'm gonna save it and I'm gonna eat it with Courtney when she eats her pizza and I was staring at my sweet greens just kale salad and staring at the pizza and I ate the pizza <laughs> I and was now, gonna say where the fuck did pizza I know now you have to eat no. alone no so, that's good sometimes I don't mind. you just gotta do it <laughs> um it is what it is um so you just said that you grew up in California mm-hmm. you're an actual valley girl I'm an actual valley girl yeah this is what we sound like this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I sound more like a valley girl than 100%. you do. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um, so true story. Tell us what it was really like growing up in the valley. Um, It, it was pretty down to earth. Um, I'm from the 818, um, which I'd say everybody by at least 10th grade, every male had 818 tattooed on their back. Um, that was just, you know, that just how we thing. rolled. Um, I got my pickup truck in 10th grade. Uh, is that, that's a thing? Yeah. Every girl drove a pickup truck and the guys did too. Um, wait, that is tailgate. What? Yep. Mm -hmm. I drove uh, a Ford Ranger guys. (laughs) I'm super proud of it. So Um, much more respect for you now. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, you know, grew up going to the beach. Um, yeah. Courtney's a surfer. Not to brag. Yeah. Not to brag. (laughs) Um, I grew up surfing, um, and snowboarding on the weekends. So, I mean, it was it was kind of a, a I'm, I'm really lucky for my childhood, my upbringing. Um, and your a lot parents, of neighborhood friends. They still live in the house that you grew up in, right? Yeah, they're still there. Oh, God. Do you uh, know how nice it is that you get to, like, go back and escape, like, whenever you need it? to? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm I've... getting. No, it's nice. It's very nice. That is nice. I feel like my relationship got so much better with my parents once I moved across the country. Yeah. Yeah, well, also you got older, so you, you know what I mean? Like you, I think for a lot of people, the relationship transitions into like buddies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I respect. You're like, oh, you sucked as a parent, but I see why. Like you were just, you were doing your best, you know? Oh man. I, um, I want to know what you were like as a little kid. Um, I was actually, nah, yeah, I was pretty, I think I was different. I think I've gotten more chill as I've gotten older. Uh, I was I was pretty obnoxious. I was a baby, so I was um I have an older brother and older sister and I was I was just always trying to get attention. Um I guess that hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm like but, mm. <laughs> yeah, hmm. Um but I was definitely an overachiever. I was uh, you know, president of elementary, junior high, high school, like had to be captain of every team, president of every club. I was really bossy. I'd put on plays. Did you make your friends just do like scenes with you? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. put on plays in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. I had to be the director and the star. Uh, and if anybody objected, they're out. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, <laughs> oh man. No, yeah, no, true story. I'd literally, I'd be like, all right, group meeting. <laughs> Who thinks Tiffany should be in the play anymore? <laughs> She does that with our friends now. <laughs> side text, side text. Who's out of the dinner club? <laughs> yeah, you've been kicked out a couple times, Shaggy. I, uh, I really have. I don't get texts anymore, actually. I I think I'm permanently on mute. No. <laughs> you no. send one wrong gif and literally it's over. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No, well, I grew out of that. Um, I'm not as bossy anymore. I actually wish I was a little bit more bossy. Well, that could be your, your stepping into mm-hmm. and owning your greatness. 
Yeah. Actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, fuck, that's what I need to yeah. reconnect with. Well, when I would have been like drawn to that energy, though. Like, as because I, I was always, like, so thirsty for someone else that would want to, like, put on shows with me, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, I would have white-knuckled it and just, <laughs> I literally would sit and transcribe, which <laughs> I did just do this to Courtney. I want her to do a scene from Friends in acting class. Oh, but I would please. sit and just write out every scene from, like, Friends or, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the as movie. Yeah. Oh, I would wow. just, Empire Records, I knew every fucking line. And oh my God. yeah, I wanted my friends to like do that with me. But then I think I also at one point started charging friends for like dance classes in my house. You were, ch- you were charging your <laughs> friends to teach them how to dance. I think it was like five dollars, <laughs> which is funny because I still do that now. Only it's in a studio. Oh, my God. You should talk about that on stage. That's really funny. Thank you. I basically yeah. am having you on here to write bits for me. <laughs> I'm like noted. Um, another cool thing about Courtney, which I had to just do some deep dive research because we've never talked about this, even though you said that like you're bossy and like thirsty for attention. Um, you were winning a bunch of like drama competitions and you were on Nickelodeon. Like you were auditioning with Lindsay Lohan as a kid. Like you, you have a cool story, which I didn't know about at all. (laughs) Um, look, I only like to talk about the horrible shit that's going on. Well, this is this is a positivity uh, podcast. Right, right, right. We're going up. Um, I did. I performed. So, growing up in the valley, we have uh, festival competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, D task is what they were called. Um, which actually, like a, a bunch of people, a bunch of notable um, Kevin Spacey competed in. Um, and so you'd compete in these festivals. I competed every year in monologue. Uh, and then Can the you winner... explain what monologue is? To... Mono- non-actors uh, sorry non-actors um a monologue is just it's a solo piece so you go up and it's like uh like hamlet does a monologue yeah. um it, yeah it's a solo performance of it's a solo scene yeah uh and you're talking to a fourth wall but you're you know to the audience or you know you see them for you non-theater people you'll see them in movies now where somebody's just kind of pontificating it's like what stand-ups do in the beginning where they right, just... right thank you <laughs> i mean you could have stepped in a little earlier <laughs> where you just like you literally you talk for five wall. minutes straight <laughs> right um and so i would compete in these um and then the winner would perform at paramount studios oh that's cool yeah um and there was different there wasn't just monologues so i competed in monologue every year but they would do you know, three person scenes or five person scenes yeah. um group scene musical theater scene um and so there were twice a year uh from junior high all the way through high school um and yeah kevin spacey competed i think he won like six times hmm. and so he would present the winner at paramount um for the the following years like he'd come back it's just like an honorary like he'd come up and present the award was he just like super chill <laughs> he was super guys he was super chill <laughs> how uh, was kevin to you <laughs> um, i don't remember i had no idea who the fuck he was uh, i only cared about myself um no i yeah it, it's kind of weird i block out memories like that i don't remember meeting him um but yeah, I mean, like also Tiffany Haddish, that's actually how I know Tiffany. Yeah, you're close with Tiffany and you've opened for her and yeah. you've shot a bunch of stuff with her. Yeah, so I met her, uh, we went to the same uh, high school. Um, she's like, I think six years older than me, but my brother's in her her grade. Okay. Five years older. Um, and she had competed in monologue 
and had won and was like holding the record at DTASK. Um, and so I used to watch her videos to like figure out how to win. <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, yeah. And so I met her through the years of, you know, she'd come back and like mentor and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 I won seven first place in monologue and that's actually how I got. So I beat Tiffany's record. It's not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's how, yeah. That's how I got Nickelodeon. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of people got work from that. Um, Georgina Ferreira, America Ferreira. Yeah. Um, was a buddy. We went to junior high and high school. She got, she got her footing there as well. So it was like Burbank high school, like a rival high school. No. Burbank. No. Like I've, I feel like, is, I think that's where like Blake Lively went. Like I feel like there's a lot of like other. No. But, so Burbank wouldn't have been in, in LAUSD. I don't think. Okay. God, that's weird. I don't know what the cutoff is. No, but Burbank High School was never Birmingham, El Dorado. That one was because I went to El Camino. So they'd be like, El Dorado. We'd be like, <laughs> fuck, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, uh, this is like more than 20 schools competing. That's so cool. Yeah. So it was it was a big deal. That was like a, a major part of my upbringing was competing in these. Yeah. Yeah. Were your parents like stage parents? I always wanted my parents to be stage parents, but they like, I mean, they took me to things, but they just, yeah. it, they weren't like white knuckling it. Like oh, they God, were just no. like, yeah, do, uh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> were they, they were definitely not. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, my, my mom's a biologist. She has a degree in chemistry. She's like, ah, that's nonsense. But, but the most supportive, um, and helped me a lot with like my auditions and like, yeah coaching me and stuff um in a positive way but never pushing me and actually like lied to me a lot like I'd get called for auditions and stuff and if I had a basketball game they wouldn't tell me <laughs> and then I'd find so out later angry. and I'd be like are you fucking kidding you're ruining my dreams I'm like nine <laughs> um I know I was so angry when I wasn't allowed to quit college to <laughs> pursue an acting career yeah, I mean but you could have you do realize that. I know <laughs> I always try. It's so annoying because I'm like very type A in certain situations. And then like other ones, it's like, what happened to you? Like you actually are. I've never thought about that. You're you have a good split. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean that of like responsibility and then. Yeah. But silliness. It, I when it comes to like authority and like doing the right thing. Yeah. I like always would be like fine like I, I was never like a rebel when it came to like I'm not fucking going like no yeah and maybe it was a financial thing too where I was like oh you're gonna keep paying for it? okay fine yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what you um you know looking back I think you made the right decision oh thank you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I have all these amazing rim at University of Rhode Island basketball dancer stories that <laughs> You know, really have gotten me far in life. Um, so it's not like you made the journey out to Los Angeles. No. No. no, no. I mm-hmm. mean, you did go away to college, though. I did. I went away. Went away. Went up north. Didn't leave California. I went to Berkeley. Yeah, you did. So were you like a Birkenstock, granola? Like, uh, that's what I picture when I picture yeah. Ber- Is that like... Yeah, but I was, I was that growing up. So oh, like... Yeah. So like, you know, raised a vegetarian... Um, yeah. I already had that. I already had that in my blood. Um, it was in your DNA. Yeah. I already looked the part. I think that's, <laughs> that's so you fit right in. That's what's funny. Did yeah. you study acting there? 
Yeah. Got my degree in theater there. Oh, me too. Really yeah. helping us now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. don't get a degree in theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, what else? Like, even if I had a degree in communications, what I the know. hell would that do for me? Yeah, and then, yeah, it's different. Like, everyone, I always say, I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. I have a BFA. <laughs> Is that what you say? How yeah. oh, cute. Oh, I know. Hiding, hiding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Should have listened to that acting summer camp coach in sixth grade who pulled me out of class and was like don't be a theater major really <laughs> yeah he was just like you're an amazing actress but like you don't need to be a theater major just do it on the side and get like a real degree if you're gonna go to college and I was like whatever oh. I yeah. mean I guess it, it works both ways yeah but, you know. it's fine yeah. um so then I want to know you made the transition to- <laughs> can't talk. I haven't even had one drink today. <laughs> You're so proud of I yourself. Know. I haven't even had one. <laughs> I think that's why I think I've said this before. That's why I'm slurring my words because when my, you don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cool, cool. the body just likes to stay steady with like a glass of wine in it every now and then. You're adorable. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> so are you. She's you. very like athleisure, leisure ready right now. I'm getting ready to dance. I know we are going to dance. Yeah. I feel bad. We should text your dance partner and say we're going to be a, a little late. Um, no, anyway, he knows. he knows. Okay. So you make the transition to come to L.A., from UC Berkeley, I want to know, like, what was it like for you and any advice you have people for, like, starting out and, like, it's kind of like starting over if you go to college and then have to, like, make it's, the jump. You know what? I mean, for me, I actually feel like because I didn't make a strong enough name for myself. I mean, I, I yeah, I barely worked. I, yeah. I worked enough to know that this was what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, But I also when you look back at a resume and you're like, wow, you've been been doing this for almost 30 years. <laughs> it, that, it doesn't speak to, to your credit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, so what happened? Where you been? Um, so in some way I feel like that kind of hindered me having worked and then coming back and, um, being like, I'm ready guys. And they're like, yeah, we don't, get in line we don't give a shit yeah um and that's that's what it feels like it's such a but also i think that that trans that transition for anybody in life is hard you know like our system is set up where we're like oh cool you do you do you do what's right you listen to the authorities you Mm -hmm. do your four years and then you get out and you're like whoa what now what now you know and and it is it's even your parents are like bye yeah yeah, that was our cutoff. That was our money. See ya. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. No, I moved I moved here at 23. And like, I did not really get a grasp on what I was doing until my very late 20s. And I'm still yeah. working on it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I, so uh, that that's a, that's absolutely what I would give in terms of advice is like. Looking back, I wish I wasn't so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I, I I wasted more time being upset and being down on myself mm-hmm. for not for not accomplishing things that that were out of my control. Like like little Courtney was doing all that she could like in acting class, you know, started doing stand up, you know, trying to, to branch out. I was doing improv. I, I was doing everything that an artist possibly could to get out there and be seen and and looking back I at the time I didn't feel like I was I was always like I'm not doing enough what what am I doing wrong and like I just wasted so much time being unhappy and and 
being hard on myself for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but actually being hard on myself was actually what was hindering me really? because yeah, because I was putting out this energy. I was walking into a room like I hated myself. <laughs> I, was like, I was walking into rooms for auditions being like, I suck. No one's wanted me yet. <laughs> it was. And, and even relationships I was in, I'd be like, I'd like go on dates. Like literally like, yeah, things are really shitty right now. <laughs> Do you know, right? Like, and, and I'm like, why? Like, I was doing everything right. Like, I should have been enjoying those years. Like, because it is. That's the journey. I know that sounds so corny. And I fucking hate it when other people I say, to me, people say it to me. My dad's always like, enjoy the ride. I know. And it's... <laughs> that's weird when your dad says that. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy oh, the ride, it. Jackie. Dave, I don't know where my head's at. I need to, like, have sex or something. Yeah, I don't know hilarious. what's going on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jacqueline! Uh, I did not mean that. Uh, no, but your dad's right. It's 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 enjoying. We'll say dad said the journey. It's yeah. enjoying the journey. Enjoying the journey. Yeah, <laughs> I think I spent a when I first got here. It was like kind of the end of like Ledoux and like the early aughts, like party days in Hollywood. So I cared about. I thought the way I would book a movie is knowing promoters. Amazing, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like the amount of I also again seeing like the like Facebook. Chris Paul, yep. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, right, Chris Paul. <laughs> oh no, God. Yeah, I. That's what you think when you first moved to Hollywood, and like mm-hmm. the amount of times I would I look back at the Facebook like memory posts, being like, oh my God, just hanging out with Jamie Foxx on like a table, <laughs> like you know, yeah. like casually doing shots with Brody Jenner tonight. Like I like the worst, oh, Brody. douchiest. <laughs> yeah, oh Brody. Uh-huh. Apparently, I just saw that on the Hills boot there's a lot of drama with him and his wife oh yeah cool. yeah cool 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 mm-hmm. well i hope him and jade are happy oh wow um, <laughs> <laughs> um is there a brody story no nope. do nope. you have any because i feel like you growing up here like we used to go into new york city or like philadelphia with our fake ids in high school yeah like did you do that um yeah i mean i i i hung out with the hills crew uh-huh um yeah yeah a little i mean a little bit i I was never like super close with mm-hmm. any of them um but friends of friends and and in that scene and um always felt very much like an outcast and always i i it was funny like looking at them like i'm i want to be like an actor and an artist and an entertainer and you guys like have your own tv show and are, <laughs> That's a it was such dichotomy. like a weird juxt of like but you guys aren't you're you're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was very confusing of like, what am I then supposed to be doing if yeah. I want a career? Um, that was again. a weird time. Yeah. Also, there's like a million early 20 somethings in LA and we're all just like getting shipped in by the, th- you probably hated girls like me that were like, I'm from New Jersey <laughs> and I'm here. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> but also it wasn't like I had an ally in that. It was like, cause I'm the outcast being from here yeah that's true you're like a unicorn yeah 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 i'm a unicorn it is a hard thing because i i don't know if you struggle with this at all or now or did at any point but there is a really hard mental focus thing where you have all these reality stars who have tv shows and spinoffs and now they're you know creating clothing lines and books and like doing all this stuff and they have a they have like 
money and all this fame and whatnot. And I feel like you and I aren't in it for the fame, quote unquote. Yeah. Like we actually are like passionate, like theater nerds. Mm -hmm. And like for me, I just want to be on set getting paid for it every day if possible. You know, that's the goal. Like just to be able to do what we love. Yeah. Um, That has literally been what has come out of my mouth. Since I was a child, it yeah. was like I don't, I don't care if I have to wait tables for the rest of my life. I just want to be an actress. Do you feel that way now? I, you know what? <laughs> and and this is a strong piece of advice. Yeah. Fuck that bullshit. Uh, no. <laughs> no, because what it is, it's it's not setting your goals high enough. It's it, it, th- that's really what it is because we we want to be true to the craft and true to the passion, but um, no, we we can have more than that. Yeah. And and I think. I think Tiffany's fame has a lot to do with that. Seeing her, you know, and being in like an admin group with her, where we like set our goals and like really? what we want, and and literally within two years, everything that she wanted and more. It wasn't like she wasn't like I want, I want to book five movies this year. She's like I want an Academy Award this year. Um. It, it literally setting the goals that high. I want I want to be a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, I want to get paid to be on set. Um, so that's what we're doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm here, Jackie. It, you. Thank you. <laughs> no, that it's very funny. I've talked about Lacey Phillips um, on here before, and she – I'm supposed to have her on the podcast. Um, and she posted something about that today, and I actually thought of you. Because we've talked about um, having, like – advice from certain boyfriends being like you have to dress the part or like why Mm -hmm. are you driving around in like a shitty car like you need to like level up and just like put out what you want and her whole post was like if you're having money issues and you know you just feel like even when you get money it's like just constantly being gone like you're not setting your goals or your sights high enough and you can't picture yourself in the place of being abundant and getting everything easily Mm-hmm. And you need to refocus like everything that you want and truly believe in it. Yeah. Does this sound like a bunch of mumbo jumbo? Did I just lose all of you? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did I just come from Chicago all of a sudden? Oh no. my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no. But it is, I, I don't know if it works, but it sounds like that's what tiffany did and it sounds like that's working i mean granted she wasn't like an overnight sensation i feel like no 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 i was working at the laugh factory in 2008 like yeah she was and she's pretty much the same person but like no one knew who she was right but she was going up every night and doing that she hustled her ass up she's earned everything she has yeah i'll say that absolutely but i guarantee you in 2008 she was going up on stage being like I'm going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> she was. And she was. And I remember like comics in the back being like, oh my God, she's so full of herself. And it was like, I remember thinking like, no, like she's going to be famous. Like yeah. you guys are going to be laughing one day. Yeah. I know? think maybe we need to stop saying we just want to be on set. Because yeah. that's attracting extra work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! We just want to be on set every day. On set for sixty nine dollars a day. I think that's actually what I've been putting out to the universe for the past twenty years. Yeah, and that's oh my god! It all makes sense now. Yep. Um, you just doing the impression of Tiffany reminded me of your amazing Wanda Sykes impression Mm -hmm. that you do in your comedy set. Um, Mm -hmm. can you do a little tidbit of it? 
Can you just talk talk to me like Wanda for a second? Be like, um, uh-uh. <laughs> what the hell you want me to say? <laughs> I love it. Do people come up to you after shows and say like, what the fuck? What the what the fuck are you doing? No, <laughs> nobody comes up to me after shows. Do people oh. come up to you after shows? Um, I mean, I sometimes yeah. uh, about the Britney stuff. Yeah, but that's it. Pretty yeah. much, you know, or the quiet fucker joke about like quiet sex. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, that was me. Okay. But yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I feel like there's always a line of girls waiting to, to talk to all the guy comics. And then I'm just like standing there by myself hiding, <laughs> you know, which is fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to know, actually, some of the meatballs wanted to know how you come up with your material. Like what is your escape to writing? Cause I've had a bunch of comics on and everyone has a different process. Um, m- my process of writing, uh, is usually driving or walking my dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's what I go. I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to go write right now mm-hmm. and I'll get in my car and drive around LA. Cause that's really freeing to the mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds so weird, but for me, I can't just sit with a piece of paper in a room. I get way too distracted. Um, so, like, a bunch of shit has to be going on around me. Okay. Um, and, yeah. I mean, I usually just start with something that's very true. Um, you know, like the gynecology, that, that bit, the Wanda Sykes you were talking about. Yeah. Um, and then just picking out what's funny about it. You know, just breaking down the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. I had a... A thing happened and it is just paying attention to like the weird shit that happens in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. I, I find that things that I get really upset over or like I'm very embarrassed about end up being a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's that's what we laugh about. The the self-deprecating or um, the embarrassing shit. Yeah. That's For what sure. we all want to laugh at other people about. I was literally like waking up in the morning <laughs> And the main squeeze like started like touching my face. And I was like, that tickles. What are you doing? He was like, you have a huge black hair that's coming out and I'm trying to pull it. <laughs> Stop. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> he was like, what? If I don't get it, someone else is going to see it. Like, wouldn't you rather me like look after it and like get it out now? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Please, please tell me you've said that on stage. I know it just happened, literally. Oh, <laughs> and I'm oh, like, cool. I, I literally was so upset over it for the past 48 hours. Were you mad at him? I just... I, you were just mad yeah, in general. <laughs> I've been walking around with a lot of anger. <laughs> I have a chin hair, so yeah. it's all good. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. really bad. Mm-hmm. And now, then it... I think... Then I was like, oh, you know what? I've been getting waxed since I was like... 12 yeah so but that will turn into a bit about being italian and getting waxed since i was like two and like making like other jokes around that and yeah adding on it and yeah, yeah yeah embarrassing fuck yeah that's how it works that's how you gotta do it yeah um so courtney i've talked a lot about this new acting class i have been in for the past few months and mm-hmm. courtney is the reason why i'm in it Yes, I am. Yes, she is. Um, And I I think the cool thing about this, it's kind of like a tribe. And I feel like even if you're not an actor or in the entertainment industry at all, I feel like it is really cool to have something that just fulfills you that you can go off and do 
that's aside from your family, aside from like your tiny group of friends, aside from your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, you like let me into that, which was it almost feels like a secret society. And it's very (laughs) precious. It is precious. Yeah. And I didn't really understand that until like joining it which was really cool. Um, can I'm you tell- glad you feel that way about it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can you tell the meatballs how you found this little Well, It's getting bigger and bigger. This yeah. Group. Um, I well, it's so the, the studio is a, it's a break off from the Beverly Hills playhouse. Um, it's a uh, Milton Casales uh, I guess method we'll call it. Who are some of the people that people that aren't in the entertainment industry would know jenna elfman came from there i mean a, a ton of people have come from there brian callen's come from there he's a comic he's a comic uh, <laughs> very funny actually brian brian's actually the reason that i'm there um jocelyn jones broke off from beverly Hills playhouse and started her own um she is uh the onset person for um force whitaker and tom um tom cruise mm-hmm uh, and so, yeah, she started her own studio and started studying with her for a few years. And then, um, Manny, our teacher now broke off and is now teaching there. That's amazing. Yeah. It is really cool. Cause Courtney and I met in acting class at John Rosenfeld's studios. And I remember at that time you were one of the only girls I knew that was acting, but also doing stand up. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like before it became trendy for girls to do stand up, mm-hmm. which it is, which is great, um, mm-hmm. great. You were actually doing it, and mm-hmm. I always felt like you were like one of the guys. To be honest, when yeah, I met no, you. I did too. You did too. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely it was a different time way back then. No, it was. It's weird. There's been a major, major shift. Yeah. Um, and I, I was very protective of that. Yeah. At first. Um, very protective of the idea uh, of stand-up, I guess, of the craft of it, of people getting stage time, of people being serious about it and not just using it as as a vehicle to, to get out and be a chuckle fucker. Or, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, because I – and I, all, I mean, there was a major shift. I think that the way that women – comics were looked at even when I started it was I mean I heard that all the time like women aren't funny even somebody I dated was like yeah I've never thought women are funny like openly said that to me and I'm like oh well I'll just act like you didn't say that I still hear it which really is crazy in like 2019 yeah I feel like that's just a bold statement to make um I I just had one of the most um Amazing experiences for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a show. Uh, I headlined the other night uh, in Victorville. Don't want to brag. Uh, <laughs> at the Holiday Inn. Oh, girl. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doing big things. Uh, Three-hour drive. Uh, got there. And I've done the show before. I've done the room. It's a great room. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of comics do drive out there. It, it pays well. And you, you get to run half an hour, 45 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's a great audience. Like, they're there for comedy. It's, well, yeah, there's it's, nothing else to do in Victorville. Right, right. You didn't have to bring that up, Jackie. Come on. Um, <laughs> I don't but, know. There I, probably is. I'm sure it's a lovely town. No, it's, it's dirt. It's fucking shit. I can't wait to do the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I drove out there. Literally, um, the main purpose was, like, to get the tape. You know, as a comic, we're always just trying to want to get, get a longer tape. set on tape. Um, and when I got there... The booker came up and was like, yeah, so I have, 
I have two guys ahead of you, and then you. And it wasn't like, and and then you. Like, his butt. So it just, and then you. And then he made this weird, and I was just kind of like, that was weird. But, he, you know, he said I was doing the 45, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I went up and uh, did my time, had an awesome set. Like, I, I never say that I do well. I'm so hard on myself. But I fucking had a great set. Uh, got off. And he goes back on stage and he's like, are you guys ready for your headliner? And I was like, what? Like, huh? And then, of course, in my mind, I'm like, he better be paying me my headlining money. Um, But I I, I was so confused. And then this guy gets on stage. And um, there is is that moment when you get off as a comic and you're like, you know, you just did well. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, well, we'll see how this goes. And he ate shit. Uh, to put it as nicely as I can, he ate a dick. Okay, <laughs> he went up and it, it was hard. It, and it, I, not even hi- speaking to him as a comic, it would have been hard for anybody. Like the room was just in that mood. It was like we fucking loved her, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard for the next comic to get things going. I don't care who you are. It's it's always a, a transition into the next person. But this guy, he wasn't ready to be headlining. He, he didn't even have the material to to be up there. Um, and so as he's dying up there, he says to the audience, he's like, it gets quiet and he's like, ah, he's like, uh, well, I guess this isn't going well. Um, but I just want to remind you guys that, uh, you know, tonight's a great example. Women can be funny. (gasps) You know, uh, we just, we just saw Courtney. It was Courtney, right? Yeah. Courtney, Courtney was funny. And it's dead silence in the room. And then, like, one guy, I was so happy, one guy in the back, like, booed. It was a man. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I, it, it got a fire in me, and I never get like this, again, hiding. It lit a fire in me of, like, absolutely not. Like, I'm just not, not tonight. Yeah. You're not. Not tonight, Not Satan. tonight. <laughs> nope. He got off stage, and very politely and very respectfully, um, I went up to him and he was like, oh, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was, a, that was a rough room. I, and, he, you know, I forgot some jokes and this and that. And I was just like, hey, 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 what you said up there about women being funny, never say that again. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, I didn't mean it like that. And I was like, hey, not anymore. Don't say that again. Okay. Good not cool. You. No. And it, it wasn't like a huge moment. But for me getting the the opportunity to like stand up for myself mm-hmm. and and he'll never forget that he'll never forget how embarrassed he was up there when he said that trying to be funny trying to put it back on a woman um but it was just it it was so distasteful and it was so it was already insulting that he brought a man up after i i mean even on the flyer i was headlining um god did they yeah. pay you the headliner fee yeah, they fucking did. Fuck yes. <laughs> Get that money. Yeah. He walked up very apologetically. He's like, oh, so sorry about that. There, there's your money. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. Huh. Who are your comedy influences that you'd love to work with? Um, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Sebastian. Do you? I do. I did, too, um, at yeah. one point. <laughs> I'm um, happy you brought him up. I never talk about him. No. And I think it's funny. Yeah. I mean, you and I have both dated comics before. Right. And I feel like I never talk about actually dating. I dated him right before he met his like lovely wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like I we just weren't 
This is the first time meatballs are hearing? I think so. It's so funny because I feel like I have so many like boyfriend (laughs) ex-boyfriends that will like post Sebastian like memes and like Sebastian videos and like family that's always like that's Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh yeah you told me that. Yeah and it's hilarious. He's great but it it, it was cool. We didn't date very long and it wasn't like anything like super serious but like we definitely did hang out and go on dates and whatever but it was cool because he wasn't Sebastian yet. You know like I have funny voicemails from him about bombing like soap opera auditions <laughs> and right. like, you know, like everyone starts somewhere. And I feel like until the past like two years, two or three years, mm-hmm. it still was kind of like, Ooh. yeah, you know, but yeah, no, I think he's someone who isn't very dirty. Who's very physical and hilarious. Yeah. Always a gentleman. Yeah. Very kind. Yeah. Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he was waiting tables for a while. Yeah, of course yeah. he was. He was, I think, bartending at the Four Seasons, and he would, like, leave work to go do sets and then come back. Really? Which made me feel not so bad about bartending at, at the parlor on Sunday and leaving to go do the improv and then come back to <laughs> clean the bar. <laughs> yeah, as you shouldn't. It's yeah. a hustle. We're all hustling. So you'd like to work with Sebastian? Love to uh, Yeah. I mean, anybody, anybody who has been doing this longer than me, I, I have a respect for. Mm. And I, I think the longer that I do it and... You know, the people that stick around and actually make a career out of this. I have nothing because I know how hard this journey is, you know. Do you have any, like, embarrassing road stories or, like, stage moments or anything where you were just like, fuck? Uh, yeah, so many. Do you have a favorite one? <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is a favorite one. <laughs> Do you have a favorite embarrassing a, moment? Awful <laughs> moment. <laughs> I, I, I. I used to talk about my, my small breasts a lot on stage, mm-hmm. um, which I think is like a gateway for all comics starting out, you mm-hmm. know, self-deprecating, find something about yourself that people can relate to or latch on to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I had like five minutes on my small breasts and traveling around the country uh, talking about that, talking about my small breasts to, to women that, you know that are four times my size, it's, it's not relatable to them. So, um, there was one show I, (laughs) I was talking about my small boobs and after the show, I didn't have a great set. I actually ate shit. I think I was hosting. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. I think I was hosting in like, um, Minnesota or something like that. At Mall of America, I think it was. And we were in the back. Nobody wanted to take a picture with me. Um, but as there was this group of girls, and I don't think they saw me. And this girl was like, I don't even remember exactly what she said, but she's like, and that fucking host talking about her tits. It's like, maybe you could fucking eat something and your tits would grow. And as she said this, she turns around and we literally <laughs> make eye contact. <laughs> and I couldn't. The, I, I was, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even a comedian. I cried. I literally, my eyes filled with tears. Oh. I was like, oh no. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, that was a horrible story. Oh, um, like, Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Oh, actually oh. Courtney has a series called, Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. And I wanted, you have a whole, I guess an episode you would call it about, uh-huh. um, like dating, like psycho um oh god i have all hey, don't do that I can't. when you break up yeah i think it's the breakup one 
And I feel like meatballs, like some people have written into me about breakups and like, or like trying to like stalk or try to, I don't know. <laughs> and I feel like you could just give really good advice about how to like figure anything out when you're dating someone. Wait, I, I don't, I think you're lying. I'm I don't not think I could lying. Give advice to anybody. I, I think I could give advice for the breakup. Okay. Let's do that. What kind of advice do you want? Whatever. <laughs> don't don't crawl through people's windows. Um, don't leave chicken, frozen chickens in their bedroom after you break up. You did that? No, someone did that to me. Oh, what? <laughs> someone broke into my house um, and left left some goods in there. Um, oh wow! Did you like find them days later? Like what? No, I knew somebody had broken it. They like staged the, the front door was open, so oh, yeah. but they staged that they had like come in through the window. Oh, um, God. Yeah, just weird things. Um, yeah, I'm not giving advice, Jackie. Yeah. This is not advice. Fine, I don't you're know. not giving advice. I wanted you. To <laughs> I need advice. specific questions. I get I through know. a breakup. Work, work on yourself. Uh, work on yourself. <laughs> yeah, let it go, <laughs> bitch. Get over it. <laughs> You ain't the one. Do you think it just takes time? It takes time. Uh, this this podcast has become full of awful quotes. Yeah, you're really not giving. <laughs> you're not giving me life. You know who actually, um, did you watch Bucket List, the stand-up comedy episode, um, Will Smith's show? No. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so he has a whole new Facebook show. This is not a sponsored post about his bucket list things before he turns 50 so stand up was the first episode and his comedy coaches were rel battle and Chappelle. that's crazy and it's so cool rel rel's been on the podcast before he's awesome yeah and it's really cool to see him being coached neil brennan's coaching him like Uh all this stuff and he does this big set at the peppermint club which is in west hollywood but Chappelle's keys to comedy and i have them written down um he says, and you didn't ask for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. He says, <laughs> no, I want to hear. Number one, confidence is key. Number two, pick the right shit to talk about. <laughs> this is really deep stuff. Uh, number three, be interesting all the time. <laughs> okay, Chappelle. Uh, number four, you're conducting a conversation with no rebuttal. They're talking back with their laughter, which I liked. Yeah. You know? Um, number five, more embarrassing it is, the more relatable you are. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to work on that black hair bit. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, be self-aware. A lot of times um, they forgive themselves as an audience for something that has happened to them just by listening to what you're going through. Yeah. Which I like because there's a reason why we do comedy. Like mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. Like I love, like I know when my grandma who I never met, um, she passed away before I was born. When she was going through chemo and stuff, Robin Williams stand up and watching like Mork and Mindy was the thing that like made her so happy. Yeah. So like there is a point to all this. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, number seven, beauty is in the attempt. If they can feel you, they'll never forget you. Um, and then always set up what you're doing and what you're about to say. And it was cool because Will Smith told a really funny story about his son, Jaden, recording like this song called Icon. And he heard the cut, and Jaden recorded it in Will Smith's recording studio in his house. Uh-huh. And Will was like, yo, Jaden, like, can I do the remix? Like, can I get on that track? <laughs> and he said Jaden was just like, mm. <laughs> 
And so he said the next morning when Jaden came downstairs, Will had just put his Grammys all over the house. That's and was hilarious. drinking his coffee from his Grammys. And he tells the story much better as a joke on stage. But it was really good. You guys should watch it. I definitely want to now. That's hilarious. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram, but I didn't. No, I've actually. I, I only allot myself like 15 swipes a day. So I, I'm proud of you. I feel like yeah. you don't do. You do social media in the sense that like you post and do what you're supposed to do as a performer. Mm-hmm. That's about it. But that's, about that's about it. I'd appreciate some more likes. No, you've been liking a lot of my stuff. Um, okay, rapid fire because we have to wrap it up because okay. Courtney is doing uh, the funny dance show. When I did it, it was stand up to the streets, but now it's the funny dance show, right? Right. Yeah. So um, are you excited for this? I'm very excited. I just figured out my number and I am thrilled. I mean, there's going to be so many things. There's throwbacks to like 80s TV shows. Yep. There's going to be acrobatic type I, can't, I don't want to say what it is because this is coming out before you do it um right. but there's gonna be a, maybe a disney thing i don't know um <laughs> maybe maybe not maybe there's gonna be a lot um yeah i'm i'm so excited so we have to go and work on it can you tell the meatballs when that show is going to be so they can go because this will be out before the show it's next tuesday, tuesday april april 2nd yes yes uh eight o'clock at the comedy store the comedy and i'll store. post a link to uh courtney's like pages and instagram and everything she won't reply to you but that's fine yes i will uh, <laughs> yes she will no, i'm she actually will. amazing at that you are really I, good at no that. anybody that message instant me- i sh- actually probably shouldn't say this but <laughs> i do i it might not be within a day or two but i reply to everybody you're great you're yeah. amazing um you played basketball when you're little i know this is random i'm jumping yeah. all over the place um so we do a section called just enough and it's just enough sports to talk sports for anyone um <laughs> it's march madness right now do you give a shit about march madness no not at all not at all okay well <laughs> guys the sweet 16 it's but jackie does and she's gonna talk to you about it <laughs> no i really i am not a big basket i mean i love college basketball because i danced for the rhode island rams hot uh yeah it's great um i was the fat rim at i was the bleach blonde fat rim oh at. God, I, i've up. no i've talked about it. i was called that um it's fine don't I'm I'm fine with it um yeah so yeah I like college basketball so um who's in it right now there's a lot of people still in it um I feel like I want UCLA to win anyway we're gonna keep going two people um retired this week two very buff white dudes um (laughs) Conor McGregor um unexpectedly announced his retirement from mixed martial arts um, Lies. He'll uh, be back. Uh, exactly. He'll be back. You, f- you think he's going to be back? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, th- I feel like it's just to like drum up. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He, he does these little shenanigans. Yeah. I feel. Which are, I'm, I'm all about. Yeah. I love it. He's so entertaining. I would watch him. <laughs> I literally, I would watch him eat, you know? <laughs> or drink whiskey. His whiskey is proper 12. And it's apparently yep. killing it. Like he yep. really. Whenever I watch him, I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about you. Um, and Gronkowski from the Patriots retired also. Oh no way! Oh, <laughs> I have no idea who that is. <laughs> He's another buff white dude. Um, he retired also, so no more Gronkowski. I I used to be like have like a massive crush on him, and then yeah, I got. Did over. you have a poster in your room? No poster. Oh. Um. In yeah. your in your side drawer? Yeah, my side drawer. <laughs> That's where I keep posters of people I like. Just speed up pics. Got it, got it, got it's it. It's Gronkowski and Robert De Niro. 
That's Wait, sweet. you've done something with Robert De Niro. I want he's very on brand with the podcast. Haven't you done didn't you do like an acting thing with like your dad and am I making this up? No. Uh at the actor studio. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us really quickly? I know I keep saying really quickly. I'm sorry. Um, I auditioned at the actor studio. That's really cool. Yeah. Um with my father. We did a scene from proof. Um and yeah. They don't tell you who's in the room. Um, which is very weird and you can't actually see who's in the room. <laughs> so it's like SNL. Yeah, it's like SNL. Um, but no one gives a shit. It used to be like a big thing. It's, it's, it's not, it's lost its, um, I care. It's power, I guess. Um, but yeah, apparently he was one of the judges. Um, That's but so cool. I, I didn't get to like meet him or anything, oh, but man. just to think, yeah. Saw me perform. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Rapid fire questions. Um, best Italian restaurant in Los Angeles. Maggiano's. <laughs> this should be sponsored by Maggiano's. <laughs> oh, man. This next. No, I'm going to skip that one. Um, Real Housewives or the Kardashians? Kardashians. Oh, yeah. We're keeping it. Woodland Hills. Yeah. I got yep. That's close to Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, Goodfellas or Casino? Casino. Thank you. Yeah. No one ever answers casino. I love casino. That's my favorite. Yeah, oh, I good love job. It. Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin? Sinatra. Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that one. Um, last but not least, Jersey Shore or the Real Housewives of New Jersey? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I agree. I, the Real Housewives jumped the shark once Dina Manzo left the series and the tables were flipped and I'm done with it. Anyway, <laughs> you have two options. Normally at the end, I have my guests do a reading of a Lady Gaga song mm-hmm. um, because she's Gold's guest and, you know, we want her on the podcast and she retweeted me. So like, whatever, no big deal. Um, or uh, <laughs> last week I had Mike Marino on and we did a reading from My Cousin Vinny. So you can either do a reading of My Cousin Vinny with me or a reading of Shallow with me. Let's do shallow. Okay, pick it up. Your script's right there. So cute. I know. You can look it over for a second and decide which part you want to do, and I'll do the other part. Um, while you're looking it over, I just want to say, Meatballs, thank you for listening to this entire podcast. I really appreciate it. I hope it wasn't too inside baseball-y talk for you about theater and acting and all that, but I feel like it applies to everything. Um and please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment, um, and please reach out to me. I love hearing from you. Again, what's her jersey podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow me at Jacqueline Marfuji on all the social medias. And also, I think the best way about finding out about podcasts is when my friends tell me about what they're listening to. So please share with your friends. And without further ado, a nice little reading of Shallow. With Courtney Shoreman and Jacqueline Marfuji. Which part do you want to do? <laughs> um, how do you know which part's what? Oh, here. <laughs> ah. Give me that. Do you want to do it in a Jersey accent? Or do you want to do it like Valley Girls? <laughs> Let's do it like Valley Girls. Okay. This won't be annoying at all. <laughs> I know. And we don't have to do the whole thing. We could just do. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Oh God, I don't know how to talk like a Valley Girl. Just talk like yourself, actually. <laughs> Tell me something, girl. <laughs> oh, it's like a conversation. Are you happy in this modern world? <laughs> oh, my God. Or, wait, like, do you need more? 
<laughs> is there something else you're searching for? Oh, I just went New York. I, I'm terrible at this. Ah, no, you're great. Like, I'm falling. <laughs> In all the good times, I find myself reading Gabby Bernstein and longing for change. <laughs> In the bad times, I, like, totally fear myself. Tell me something, boy. <laughs> Aren't you, like, tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? I'm falling in all the good times. I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. Like, I'm off the deep end and, like, totally watch as I dive in. <laughs> I'll never meet the ground. Crash to the surface where they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. Because we're like totally shallow. We're totally shallow. We're totally shallow. <laughs> shallow, shallow, shallow. Shallow. Oh my God. It's been so amazing having you here. Please pimp yourself out and tell everyone where they can find you. Um, I can be found at Courtney Sherman. The last name's S-C-H-E-U-E-R-M-A-N. Sorry for that. Uh, Courtney Sherman on Instagram uh, as well as Facebook. I am not on Twitter. Um, and then CourtneySherman.com um, for all of my goods, all of my tour dates and stuff like that. And it's very up to date. I looked on it today and I was like, oh, you, you're doing a show in the day after my birthday in June. Wow. Oh. <laughs> you're on top of your shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I try to. I try. I love it. I yeah. love you. I love you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. This was so much fun. You're the best. And Meatballs, you're the best. I hope you all have an amazing week and weekend and you all step into your greatness. Um, yes. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is What's Your Jersey. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. Told me when I was young, we're all on superstar.